Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is February 25th, and we will be reading paragraphs 432 through 439 today. The name Jesus signifies that the very name of God is present in the person of his Son, made man for the universal and definitive redemption from sins. It is the divine name that alone brings salvation, and henceforth all can invoke his name. For Jesus united himself to all men through his incarnation, so that there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The name of the Savior God was invoked only once in the year by the high priest in atonement for the sins of Israel, after he sprinkled the mercy seat in the Holy of Holies with the sacrificial blood. The mercy seat was the place of God's presence. When St. Paul speaks of Jesus, whom God put forth as an expiation by his blood, he means that in Christ's humanity, God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Jesus' resurrection glorifies the name of the Savior God, for from that time on, it is the name of Jesus that fully manifests the supreme power of the name which is above every name. The evil spirits fear his name. In his name his disciples perform miracles, for the Father grants all they ask in his name. The name of Jesus is at the heart of Christian prayer. All liturgical prayers conclude with the words, through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Hail Mary reaches its high point in the words, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. The Eastern prayer of the heart, the Jesus prayer, says, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Many Christians, such as St. Joan of Arc, have died with the one word, Jesus, on their lips. Roman numeral two, Christ. The word Christ comes from the Greek translation of the Hebrew Messiah, which means anointed. It became the name proper to Jesus only because he accomplished perfectly the divine mission that Christ signifies. In effect, in Israel, those consecrated to God for a mission that he gave were anointed in his name. This was the case for kings, for priests, and in rare instances, for prophets. This had to be the case all the more so for the Messiah, whom God would send to inaugurate his kingdom definitively. It was necessary that the Messiah be anointed by the Spirit of the Lord at once, as king and priest, and also as prophet. Jesus fulfilled the messianic hope of Israel in his threefold office of priest, prophet, and king. To the shepherds, the angel announced the birth of Jesus as the Messiah promised to Israel, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. From the beginning he was the one whom the Father consecrated and sent into the world, conceived as holy in Mary's virginal womb. God called Joseph to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, so that Jesus, who is called Christ, should be born of Joseph's spouse into the messianic lineage of David. Jesus' messianic consecration reveals his divine mission, for the name Christ implies he who anointed, he who was anointed, and the very anointing with which he was anointed. The one who anointed is the Father, the one who was anointed is the Son, 
and he who was anointed with the Spirit, who is the anointing. His eternal messianic consecration was revealed during the time of his earthly life, at the moment of his baptism by John, when God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, that he might be revealed to Israel as its Messiah. His works and words will manifest him as the Holy One of God. Many Jews and even certain Gentiles who shared their hope recognized in Jesus the fundamental attributes of the Messianic Son of David promised by God to Israel. Jesus accepted his rightful title of Messiah, though with some reserve because it was understood by some of his contemporaries in too human a sense, as essentially political. Thus ends our reading today of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.